0: This is episode 174 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, Pastor, it's good to be with you today. Welcome. Happy Wednesday. Today's a day when so many of us have midweek services, midweek activities, midweek Bible studies, midweek prayer, midweek gathering. So I hope that whatever you do at midweek, if anything, that you have a great day today. I want to continue to talk to you about preaching. Preaching in 2022. I think that the biggest mistake so many of us preachers make is that we create messages solely from our point of view and not thinking about the point of view of the people who will be listening to us. In other words, we create messages that, that we think are relevant but we really haven't asked our people if this is something that's relevant to them. When I say relevant, I just mean applicable, helpful. Now, you know, you could be going through the 10 major Bible doctrines, and they're necessary, and they're needed. You may be going uh, verse by verse through a book of the Bible, necessary and needed. But when we preach, we often think about ourselves on the platform from our point of view, but I wonder if you were to put yourself in your listener's seat and say, What does my audience need to hear? What do my people need to hear? What does a church attender need to hear? So you might be speaking from the first chapter of John. And if you were going to speak about John chapter 1 from your perspective, it would be a very theological, very Christological. Uh, conversation. You would do probably, because John has got the the easiest Greek to translate in the Bible, you might even do some uh, Greek translation. You might even share some Greek words. You may connect things back to the book of Genesis. You may talk about what it means that God came in the flesh and talk about the difference between soma and sarx, uh, the two Greek words for body and flesh. It might become a very theological message. But if you were going to talk about it from the perspective of the person sitting in the chair, you might be a supermarket cashier or a supermarket shelf stocker. And you might think, okay, well, I'm stocking the shelves between 4 a.m. and 8 a.m., what is the fact that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God? Hey, when you're stocking the shelves, you know that the Word, Jesus, is with you. And the God who is with you is the same God who was in the beginning. The same God who created all that is created you. And the same God who was the one who hovered over uh, the the waters in the early part of the book of Genesis is the same God who hovers over you at 4.30 a.m. and at 5.15 a.m. when you think the morning is never going to come and you're going to get off your shift. You know, you're a trucker out there on, on uh, Highway 80 or Highway 20 or Highway uh, 75, and you're traveling along. And the God who came in the flesh to dwell with us, dwells with you. He's a dweller. He likes to dwell. In fact, he makes his tabernacle with us. He tabernacles with us. He makes his dwelling with us. In fact, the Spirit of God indwells us. And even as we're driving down the highway, it it seems as though we're alone. We may have our radio on. We may be listening to music or to a podcast or to a radio station but we actually have the living God who created all that was, who was and is God, indwelling us. See, we can begin to talk about what does John chapter 1 look like from the listener's perspective? What does it look like from their point of view? What do they need to hear? Uh, certainly theological truth, but beyond that, what do they need to hear to make it sticky, to make it actually Stick to them, stick in their minds, be applicable to the situations and the things that they have going on in their life, and not just another theological lesson. You know, one of the most powerful words that we can use in a message is the word you. Instead of saying, well, John this, and Jesus that, and the Holy Spirit this, and God that, and the Bible this, and the Apostle Paul that say, you might have had a really tough week this week. You might think that God is really distant. You might not have grown up going to church. You might have had a fight with your spouse or with one of your children or with your parent this week. You might have come in tired. You might have woken up this morning and thought, I don't really need to go to church. Maybe you walked in this morning and thought to yourself, I don't really have any friends in this church. See, if we're going to get up and we're going to stand before a group of people, we want to talk to them about them and how they intersect with the God of the Bible that we're going to preach about and how the Word of God intersects with their life. The broken, uh, the marred, uh, the weak, the challenged, the struggling life that they dragged through the front door of church and that they brought in and sat in the third pew. You want to talk to them about their life and about the God of the Bible, about Jesus, about the Spirit, about growing in their faith, about things that that really matter to them and things that help them. So, Pastor, I think the biggest mistake we can make is when we craft a message from our point of view. And what if we crafted a message from their point of view? So here's what I challenge you to do this week. This week, at some point, go into your worship space, wherever that is, whether it's a living room, a library, uh, a church building, wherever, and sit where your listeners are going to be sitting. And sit there and think about their lives. Think about their struggles. Think about their joys and their triumphs. Think about their relationships. Think about the calling that God has put in their life. And ask yourself this question. What do they need to hear from God this weekend? What do they need to hear from me? If I'm going to open with a story and close with a story, what kind of a story would bring them hope? Pastor, it's just a thought. It's just a thought. So I'm so glad that I could share it with you. Pastor, again, today, I want to say thank you. Thank you for serving God. Thank you for loving your people. Thank you for wearing and bearing the mantle of responsibility to teach God's Word to your people. I hope that God will richly and wonderfully bless you for it. And I'll be back tomorrow to talk to you again on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.